0: perspectives. How many times have you stopped in the last day, week, month, year, and thought about the perspectives of others? Your spouse, your sibling, checkout clerk, even the person next to you while you listen to this podcast. What is their perspective? We can gain invaluable information from pondering others' perspectives, as well as those gained through our own experiences, through the roles we have played, and the lessons we have been open enough to learn. It is also important to note that the judgment of ourselves can be detrimental and deter our ability to form perspectives we could utilize later in life. This subject has been one I've always thought about and enjoy discussing, so it was a great joy to share this conversation with you all. So all you perspective-containing, wisdom-gaining, judgment-taming souls out there, let's journey. Eyes, wise, with Aaron and Alexander
1: uncovering our authentic self through
0: self-awareness, conscious communication, and emotional responsibility. I'm thinking today's topic, we are going to discuss something that I do (laughs) and uh, really want to get your take on Alexander it has to do with perspectives. Mm. And this is something that I've always done, so I don't know if it's something that is built in my design, my human design, and maybe other people can't do it, and maybe that's why I see this sort of struggle in the world where there may be um, an issue with some people not being able to take on other perspectives outside of their own. So the way I see it is... I I have my perspective. So all of my experiences I've had throughout my life, uh, my associations, as we've discussed in past podcasts, whenever you get into a situation, it's always cool to call on other perspectives that you've built throughout your life. For example, again, I have my perspective of my life, but I can also look through the eyes of somebody maybe that's in the UK and uh, looking back at our country and all of the foreign policy and stuff like that, I can do that. I mean, obviously it's limited knowledge and there's some ignorance there, but I can take a perspective based on what I know, and I guess uh, have an objective view of that situation. So I'm not biased. Like I can remove the the bias that I would be as an American. I guess mm-hmm. is is what I'm trying to explain. Uh, But but not I mean not even discussing that I mean we can do it from uh, you know if you're walking down the road and you see somebody begging for change you can kind of put yourself in their shoes I guess you Mm -hmm. know that's where that comes from but I'm talking about like really doing it where the way in a way where um, you can just see through their eyes and and kind of feel what they what they are experiencing and and it gives you another way of looking at certain things within your life. So it's very, it's extremely helpful, at least in my life, it's been extremely helpful yeah. uh, in, in viewing other situations that I've run into.
1: Well, anytime, um, and I want to ask a question before I get started with this. Are you um, suggesting that this is similar to, like, opinions? When you say perspective, how would you separate an opinion and a perspective.
0: I would say that it could be considered an opinion, but I think the way I have built my perspectives, I've only, I've tried to only take quote factual, you know, things that I could probably prove. It, uh, I know it's it's a touchy thing, it is. and that's a that's a good question. Um, I've really just tried to stick with. Like factual stuff that I have built. But again, I can't know stuff outside of my Mm. own eyes. So I am building all these perspectives off of my own perceptions and associations. So one of the reasons why I like to do it is we've talked about that I enjoy a good mind-blowing conspiracy talk. You know, Mm. uh, just different perspectives around the world. And it doesn't mean that I believe in them. It just means that I'm able to entertain them. Mm -hmm. And so if we say there's a resurgence of the flat earth movement and some people just cannot even fathom the world being flat, but I'm just able to pretend that I put the glasses on and pretend that the earth is flat and then look at it, like look at the world through my eyes still as the earth being flat and seeing what different perspectives I can gain by taking on that belief, right. and then even uh, if it's temporary. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and I feel like most of these things are temporary, and I and then but I, I build them, and then I take them off and set them aside, and then anytime I need to call on that to to continue adding to it, I can, and then I can put it back. But they're just extremely helpful to get uh, an unbiased opinion, or or an, or. Information outside of my own body, because you know we can just uh, just get so uh, it's not self centered, but just so stuck in our mm-hmm. mind and and uh, you know tunnel tunnel vision. I guess you know when I when I leave here, sometimes I'd make mistakes, and then we have a conversation, and I'm like, man, why why couldn't I still be in that place? Why couldn't I still remember some of these these teachings? And I've been around you for. You know yeah. two years and that's,
1: and, and that's a beautiful point because this is the point of repetition that to understand that as human beings, we get better at anything that we do over and over and our one of the biggest obstacles of our culture is that we think once we read it or once we hear it that we know it, and so we don't need to be reminded of it and then the the ego part of us the defense mechanisms wants to let the other person know. Oh, already already know that. When you look at it from a different perspective and you see how things are fitting together and that we do play roles in each other's lives, we actually draw people in. And and this is where we will have people from time to time that will say, I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I did that. And this is connected to the perspective uh, topic that you brought up because the more that, once again, we can take those whys and work with acceptance and turn them inward, um, why am I allowing this to affect me in this way, then that, those whys start to become beneficial. I'll say it like this. As we see the external is how we see the internal. So you came to me uh We'll call it by chance um through a myriad of variables for us to meet um you know a couple of years ago and uh and it had an effect to to whatever level that it has, and you've considered continued to stay in that vibration and we've continued to stay in resonance, as you said, your willingness to seek out just these perspectives, my perspectives shows that you are a seeker, but we need to remind that everyone's not here to be a seeker. Uh, It does come into the human design a little bit, whether the crown and the mind centers are activated and gates and channels, and we can get into that more deeply, but we're going to keep this um, a little bit more on point. So when we're willing to take other people's um, perspectives, then that shows that we are really willing internally to look at different parts of ourselves, to dissect that. And anyone that's not interested in dissecting themselves, they're typically certainly not going to be interested in hearing other people's perspectives. So once again, I do want to reiterate that everyone's not here to do the same thing. There are many roles that have to be played simultaneously. And so I thank everyone for the roles that they play. Once again, we're on the plane of polarity. If we have uh, something that has been created, there has to be the exact opposite as well. And for one to have a true understanding of any subject, a person has to experience both the so-called good side of it and the so-called bad. So even taking it at that level to realize that when we truly accept that the so-called good and so-called bad, if we replace that with uh, positive and negative like energy works rather than preferences that begins to allow us to lighten up on ourselves some, get out of the guilt, get out of the professionalism, get out of the perfection. Because the more we push ourselves to do that, the more we expect others around us to do that. And when we're disappointed in ourselves, we're going to find something to be disappointed in the uh, those around us. So this is how uh, it comes down to how we treat ourselves is a, a direct connection to how we treat others, and and we we fool ourselves, so we fool others. So sometimes even the kindest of acts can have a good intention, but it's really carrying a, um, a negative, uh, so to say, vibration. So being open to those different perspectives, and like I said, is a is revealing that. You know, you are interested in dissecting yourself and working to heal these types of things, but we need to carry compassion that everybody's not going to be interested in that.
0: Yeah, this morning, I spent some time thinking about, you know, what's been going on in my life and and what topic that I, I would be really passionate about talking about today. And I thought about something that, you know, I'm embarrassed to talk about, but It's something that's real and it happens. And and I don't, I mean, I think it's just another part of being human or part of the ego is I realized in myself and and I I know this has happened throughout my past and I've only now being around this perspective uh, have been able to identify it and see it and root it out is when you see somebody be successful in something that they did on their own, like outside of a normal job, part of you, I, I might be like jealousy, but you almost, like I know a part of me is rooting for them not to make it. It's right. its awful to say. No, no, and, no I'm proud and of you. And I know like from say. my heart, that's not what I mean, but I know it's in there and I don't. <laughs> um, so just, I guess just identifying it, you can keep it in check. Yes. But maybe you can explain like where that comes from. Yeah. I
1: mean, um, first of all, once again, I want to thank you for being uh, that vulnerable. And that is what uh, this work is about. um, Both of us sharing to hopefully show a way for other people to um, to be more open about what they've been through and what they're going through. So that sense that you that you say, I think that's very common with um, there are certain types of people that Are Everyone's cheerleaders and it comes easy for them to just want everyone to succeed and they're not competitive type people. But then there are other uh, others of us that um, do have that competitive edge that does anybody that's carrying any um, approval issues uh, like maybe they didn't get uh, recognized um, by one or both of their parents enough. And that creates approval issues. So then if a friend or even a mate uh, seems more successful, then you're not as good. So you're not getting the approval. So this is a a dichotomy that's very, very tricky and but worth discussing, certainly, because by accepting that, first of all, and you had to come to a level of acceptance to uh, share it publicly And that shows a very big first step that most people are are scared to do. But after acceptance, then what we can do is we learn to manage the energy or manage the child. So once again, I'll reiterate here that whether you're working on the psyche, the subconscious, a child or uh, another external person or yourself, all of the rules are the same. They apply. And those are the three R's. You want to recognize respect and redirect. So when a situation like that comes up and you feel that coming up in you, first you have to accept and allow it and not feel guilty for emoting that to accept possibly that it was instilled in in you as a child just from your environment, whether that be your parents or your siblings. But there's a lot of variables that play into this. The main thing, uh, rather than dissecting all the variables, the more important part is how to redirect the energy. And so part of that, it begins with the acceptance of it, getting away from the guilt or the negative feelings of feeling like you're a bad person. And then going, oh, I see, that's not how I want to be. I know that that's not who you are at at your core because you've helped me tremendously in many areas. So I know that you want people to succeed. So... This is just a small, like, um, character. We won't even call it a flaw, but it's something that you want to polish, that you want to not get rid of. And that's what I'd like to suggest to people. You don't just get rid of energy. You learn to mold it. You learn to work with it. Uh, It's part of the beauty of martial arts. So learning that when when that feeling comes up, that, one way to combat that is, once again, it's do what's hard as one of the pillars, basically. So you want to, as that comes up, to accept that it's there and then do something that is difficult to uh, polarize that thought. So what would you say that if I said, in that situation, what would be something hard for you to do um, externally? Because you're doing this internally internally. You're doing the the search, and now I'm saying to do something that's hard. That is the polarity of that externally.
0: I guess uh, the polarity would be to leave that person a message and say, you know, great job. You know, something of
1: yeah, something that uplifting. And... Yeah. Something. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a their biggest cheerleader. Yeah. But uh, the main point is not to do it superficial. Mm-hmm. That you understand, no, I accept that this is hard for me to do, but this is what I want to do. This is who I really am. So you're reestablishing your energetic grid to uh, in the subconscious. So when, whether I'm talking about the subconscious or I'm talking about the subtle energy, it's all connected and it's all looking for patterns constantly. So the more that we do something... Of course, the easier it gets to do, and then you become unconscious doing it, and now it's running your life. So in order to change that pattern, that, those are the steps. Uh, they're very similar per. no matter what the variable of the situation is, but it is that recognize, respect, and redirect. And the redirecting and how to redirect it is different in each situation depending on the variable of the situation, but it's still the same process.
0: So what you're saying is that, and I think this is important for people to know, is you're never going to get rid of all these little imperfections. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And just like (laughs) when you have a, uh, say, a family has like four children and say one of them is a real real firecracker and creates a lot of problems and is uh, in trouble at school and that kind of thing, you know, a we'll call it a potentially proper functioning family. Don't just kick that kid out or try to get rid of him. Yeah. They learn to work with him. And they realize that if we work with him rather than trying to boss him, rather than trying to re- direct him but work with him, then that's what starts to change people. But if they feel like they're being attacked or they're being directed – The first inclination is to put up that defensive wall and to want to go against that, even if it's for their best. That's why meeting a situation with friction is just going to get friction unless you're dealing with high level conscious people that know how to stop the ripple. And that's a big part of this work is learning to just stop the emotional ripple because all emotions is maya. All emotions is the illusion. It takes us away from source, whether you want to call that the divine God, whatever you want to call it. because we can't be conscious and emotional simultaneously. That's the uh, so-called human part. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's no judgment. We were designed to be emotional. Just the thing is, is hopefully this work is helping people to process emotion through acceptance. And accepting that friction is where things grow and change. So, that's why I don't say do what's hard just to be pessimistic. It's just that I see that anybody that works out and has a beautiful body, they work for it. And they know I'm going to go through uh, soreness and injuries and all types of things to maintain that. So, it is with the inner self as well. The more you practice in every single situation that you can. So then the next level to that is you do it with the person that's going to be successful and you see that and so you compliment them and that will be challenging. And then the next level is to go, you know what, once a day, every day I'm going to find someone to compliment because guess what? That's probably what one wants more than anything is to be complimented. But when we're not getting it, we don't want to give it. So once again, by doing what's hard, then you make that um, you know just part of your life. And every day you go out of the way to recognize um, someone doing something and show that gratitude and uh, play a different role than you just normally would. For example, I was riding in the car with someone, a friend of mine, uh, yesterday, I believe it was. And we were going down the road, and we were these... Two workers is very hot where um, where we're located in North Carolina uh, yesterday. And and um, so the workers were real sweaty and muddy and uh, would be observed typically as a lower class uh, of people. And but we were stopped at a stoplight and they had just built this um, picket fence um, in the front of this house. And the person that I was with just went, um, man, that's a that's a pretty fence. But she didn't just stop there. Uh, What she did is she rolled down the window and she said, hey, guys, good work. That really looks good. And then we drove off. That was a pure appreciation. And it was beautiful to me. And she changed those two guys afternoon, I guarantee you. And it was just the purity of it all. And so that's where we can take it up to the third level is by recognizing other people that are able to do naturally what we want to know how to do. And as long as we can stay in that appreciation, that connection will be a so-called good one. But as soon as we're not doing our part, the human thing to do is start to judge that person that was your inspiration. And now the human condition wants to tear that down. So this is why people that love each other so much normally have really harsh endings. Uh, That's the way the energy has been built. So yes, bringing all this back to perceptions and realizing that no matter what happens, if somebody cuts you off on uh, the drive home from work or somebody cuts in line at the grocery store, you don't know what they've been through that day. You don't know what they've been through that week or their life. So to walk daily carrying compassion is a discipline. But it's a discipline that pays off so much because I've been that person that's been through that day, that week, that month, that year. And those that gave me compassion changed my life. And those that gave me challenges gave me practice. So that's what every moment can be. That's what everybody can be. They can either be an inspiration or a moment to practice. And if one approaches with that perception, then uh, there's nothing to win. There's nothing to um, to experience more than someone else it becomes more of the overall good for everyone involved and that's what this information is all connected to
0: and i think that's kind of where i wanted to go with the perspective thing is ultimately you get down to having compassion and having a lack of perception where you're saying that every person you meet you don't know what their perspective is
1: yeah and and you know um one of my major lessons with that um was or is has been death and to understand that any subject that is discussed the experience that one has had around that subject is of the utmost importance so me being uh in my latter 40s at this time and i've got some friends that hasn't lost um any family members not even um grandparents I've been through all of my family members, even a wife, my mother, father, all grandparents, even a best friend. And to all of that loss, um, especially when I lost my wife, I went into a Verizon store just to get um, a change, get the $10 extra monthly charge off my phone. And the young person working there uh, was very rude to me and i i wasn't expecting that i was just going to do something simple that wouldn't remind me that my wife's dead every month and uh, he didn't handle that well and it changed my level of understanding because i had a feeling of what people go through when they snap and they do things that they don't they don't remember they don't and i'm not justifying or condoning any of that action i'm just saying we have to be compassionate first for people and um, that's very tough in our day and age because everybody's protective so once again it comes back to doing what's hard and you don't do everything to get something back reciprocation isn't linear it isn't tit for tat it's you give and you will be given there's no time frames time doesn't exist we can go you know down the rabbit hole with all of that but it it just comes back to if you're able to learn to manage your emotions and not react and just pause and consider that i have no idea what this person's going through today they could have just lost their wife or they could have just lost their husband or could have just lost a child there's so many things And then the vibration that comes after that compassion that one holds in their body is tremendous. So once again, doing what's hard gets you the vibration that one's really seeking, where forcefulness, reaction, brings guilt, brings resentment, brings all the so-called negative.
0: Whew, powerful. Uh, So earlier you brought in playing roles, and, and and this is such an awesome perspective um, that has way more information in it, but I just want to use that in in this kind of uh, perspective scenario. In my experience, I know I've played a role, and this was uh, verified by the Destiny card system that I looked into, but I played this role, uh, and when I was in it, I could not see another perspective. I was, it was like I was sucked in, And then after I got out of it, I removed myself and looked back. I did things that I would never do. Like my values were changed while I was in it. It was just a weird experience. And maybe you can touch upon like when we play roles, sometimes it's like stuff we can't control.
1: Yeah. yeah, And this is a, a difficult um, subject that probably at least needs its own podcast, but we'll, we'll touch on it um, over the next few minutes. Uh, the, the role playing uh, comes from, you know, an energetic standpoint, and this is a uh, usefulness of the human design system to show you your energetic grid makeup. And then in that makeup, this uh, system carries a nine uh, center system or a nine chakra system. And Some people have certain centers activated and then certain centers that aren't activated. Some people are completely activated and then very few or rare people are uh, not activated at all. So what that means is like activated uh, energies are putting energy out into the world and not activated energies are um, sponge-like or empathic type energies, taking on energies. So to just study... Uh, whether it's astrology or energy work or any study at that at all starts to show just how similar but different that we are. And in the human design system, if if I say I have the heart center and someone else doesn't have the heart center, as soon as we get within five feet of each other, we're activating that. Uh, we're like receptacles for one another. So, The more white that someone has in their chart, the more manageable they are. The more ability to be manipulated is there because uh, they're susceptible to the energies coming in. So this is why it's very useful to know this on a personal level, to know where you're open, whether it's in your emotions or in your mind or in your heart center or in your direction of life. Because some people can get with someone... And they don't have a GPS activated and they can just follow someone else's career and get totally lost in someone else. And so this happens very often, but this is an energetic thing. So so just like that, someone could uh, say a female gets with a male. The male has the GPS uh, center, which is like the direction in life. And then he gets with a female that doesn't have it. And um, he just starts utilizing her, making uh, suggestions of like how maybe she could quit her job and just like start focusing on helping him in his career. And because this woman feels so alive and so filled up, she's like, yes, this is my dream come true. And then get to a certain level and the relationship doesn't work out. And then she's telling her friends, I don't know what happened um i just i lost myself i got lost in this this person now see that isn't always a direct manipulation of the other person this happens both knowingly through hypnosis and and different techniques like that but more often unknowingly and so hopefully again that's what this information this podcast is going to help people to uh you know get wiser and understand these different fluctuations that we have so in those situations, um, you know, that we, that we feel like we're not, uh, quite ourselves or, you know, we, it can help sometimes to, to have two or three people to fall back on, to always be able to go, Hey, am I seeing this clearly? Or are you seeing that I'm acting weird or anything? And, um, I just discussed this with my two sons, my twin sons, uh, a couple of weeks ago that, That, you know, we have each other to question our decisions around. This isn't that we're asking for each other's approval. (laughs) We're asking if we see it clearly, if the person that is in the action is seeing this clearly, or are they being affected or manipulated by some kind of outside force, another person or peer pressure or whatever that is. But most people don't have that foundation of even one person, much less uh, two or three people Uh, even people that say they're close to their family and their friends, they're still very limited lots of times about what they will share or what they will listen to other people's perspectives. Um, So it can benefit us uh, to listen to other people's perspectives rather than following our wants all the time. And uh, once again, it's each individual's responsibility. There's no blame on the other people if you get caught into playing a role. But the thing is, is that when you're, conscious and you're reminding yourself every day this is who i am this is my intention this is my path and these are the people that support me on this path then if you're in constant reminding yourself of that then you're going to know any times you start to go play a role but when somebody isn't a clear on who they are clear on where they're going clear on where their intention is there's a great song that says if you don't know where you're going any path will take you there and that's where most people operate. Yeah, yeah. They they will talk in vague concepts about what they want. But I love asking people, no, what do you really want? What would just make you juice in life? You know how often I get an answer for that? It's very rare. I get just this blank look. But ask them anything they don't like. They can recall lots of things really fast. And this is an epidemic. <laughs> And this shows just our basic mindset, our basic perspective is focus on the negative. And so any perspective that's coming from that being is going to be jaded. So that's the very first step is ask yourself, hey, do you look at things, uh, you know, pessimistically or optimistically? Be realistic. You know, is that the energy you want to carry, continue to carry? Now, there's people that have what's called the gate of doubt. So they're always going to doubt things, but I help them relax with that, not judge themselves, but know that that doubt's going to come in, but you don't have to listen. Just like you don't have to listen to a screaming child, and really the less that you resist it and the more you accept it, that's what will change that child from reacting in that way. I look so forward and love sharing uh, parenting um, skills to people from an energetic standpoint. There's so much that's trying to be done physically that's causing so many problems raising our children. And getting a, completely away from that and just isolation and time out doesn't work uh, as well as they hoped either. It's, once again, it's about recognition, respecting, and then gently redirecting. And if you redirect on a consistent basis, the child learns and i don't care how old the child is the child could be 50 or 60 years old if you're consistent with a person in example that's where people learn we need examples people
0: so in in my situation where i felt like i was playing a role i didn't know about roles this was this was kind of before this <laughs> perspective oh, okay. yeah. so i didn't know about roles i didn't i didn't know that you even had a choice so like you were saying uh any road will get you there. That's kind of that mentality where I just didn't know. And it it was kind of at the beginning of me learning all this. And then I was able to then assert my boundaries and Uh. finally accept the situation for what it was and step back. And that opened my life back up. But it was a good experience uh, having that. But there was also an experience that you and I, or an exchange that you and I have had, where I mean, I guess you could say that I played a role or you allowed me to play a certain role uh, in learning um, some lessons upon myself. And I wanted to bring this in because the information of this perspective that you sat back and allowed me to gain is now coming back full circle. And it seems like every day I'm just, you know, getting new information, seeing things more clearly now. And it's changing how I, how I, and we approach the podcast, how I approach other business ventures. And that is, uh, last year when I was starting Verities, the apparel company, uh, I had lofty goals, which was, uh, to do some events, you know, like hippie fest and things like that. And I had this idea uh, coming from a perfectionist perspective that I had to have you know, like six or seven designs. And I had to have them in unisex shirts and women's tanks and women's V-necks and different colors. And of course you have five sizes for each. Mm. So I thought I had to have seven, 800 shirts to go to this one festival. And we've talked about this over the course of the last year. and, And you've told me that You've, you know, you had a lot of insight on that because you've gone through the same thing, but you chose to sit back and allow me to have the freedom to go through it and learn. And you trusted that I would go through the process and come out the other side Mm -hmm. and not fall, fall into some sort of, uh, pattern. And that is what happened because through going through putting all this energy in where, you know, every night. Till, you know, from three p.m. until eleven p.m., I was I was screen printing all these myself, mm-hmm. and you p- just put all this pressure on yourself to get this stuff done for deadline. And then turns out I sold like eleven shirts. <laughs> so, you know, and then I, I did a few more uh, events in the next few months, and you know, probably sold the same amount on average. And then you look back, and you're like, I put all this work. Into this, and sure, I had the best, probably the best-looking event booth. Tricked it all out, oh, had man, lights, nice. and, and I mean, it looked like Hollister. <laughs> and but for what you know, people were, that was just for me. Yes, you know, people cares? people were impressed by that. They didn't buy <laughs> more shirts because of that. It was it was an image that I had that I guess was important to me at the time. And I'm not saying it's not important anymore, but. But I'm way more lax about that kind of stuff now. Um, we're more realistic now versus just having this notion of having everything to be perfect and have it, having to have this full stock because being afraid that somebody would see through the cracks and see that this isn't a professional venture. Right. It's a uh, startup. I mean, and,
1: you're starting it up.
0: And we're, going, we're, we're talking about... Um, People seeing your, imp- your image, your imperfections. And I think that's, that's really what it came down to. Cause I know I, I have that, those, uh, I battle those issues from my child, uh, like certain yeah. events in my childhood.
1: Yeah. And, and a big part of that is, you know, um, of course, uh, we do look at each other's information and chart and, um, with Aaron being the, the type that he is with the human design and the cards that gives me a lot of information uh, to work with and the fact that I've been in a relationship with someone that carries the same profile number as you do. I With all of that information, I knew there was nothing that I could um, tell you that you were going to uh, listen to, per se. You would out of respect, but it wasn't necessarily going to change what you were going to do or how you are going to do it. All it would do was enhance the level of pressure. Because now you would feel like you were possibly disappointing me. Or uh, now if you don't uh, do very well, then, you know, you're going to have to eat crow, that kind of thing. So due to my failures in the past, uh, you know, it was allowing you the leash to go do that. It wasn't withholding information that was useful. It was withholding and waiting for the right time. And that's why, of course, we talk about uh, right time, right place, right person, right duration, and write subject um in podcast as well so so all of that was important, and after you went through it, and you even had to pull away from the focus on the podcast, and we were about maybe six months into starting to build that, and in the past, uh see, it gave me an opportunity because in the past that would have created some fear in me that like I'm losing uh his attention, and he's going to go into this. So whether it's a business relationship or a personal relationship or a sibling relationship, we manage them all very similarly emotionally. So the most loving thing that I could do is is be a f- true friend and say, no, go take whatever you need to do to go do this, and we'll come back to this. Um, Aaron is a very artistic person and needs that expression. So it, I've proven, and I think he will agree, that You know, as long as he has that freedom to try the idea, um, that's what's important rather than being told whether it's going to work or not. But see, the way that uh, he has worked with developing this by accepting that I may can sense some things or intuit some things or have experience that is still okay for him to go through that experience and for not to be judged on that. So now I think that all comes full circle to where what that does is it makes a person ask for that person's perspective more. Because now I've gone through, you let me go, on th- go through, and now I see it's pretty much exactly turned out you know the way that you were more than likely envisioning it. And so that, that has been through uh, a lot of uh, failures on my end as well. So once again, we're playing roles for each other. And this is the beauty of this work, that you've grown, I've grown, we've grown. And it's all by uh, truly that whole concept of if you love something, then let it go and let it experience what it needs to. And... um and so anyway, we're still going strong here with the podcast, and you're making adjustments with the uh, with your T-shirt company. And so it's all been a win-win, um, but it's been lessons, you know, on different levels. So I feel like we've made the most use of it. Uh, we've been able to talk about it many times and dissect it, and I think it will continue to give information. And that's the thing about when roles are recognized and both see what they have to learn in this, this uh these two energies coming together, then the competition, all of that fear can just go away because we're utilizing each other not to project our negativity, but to actually help us to learn and to grow. And this comes back down to what we discussed in previous episodes on emotional responsibility and realizing that the one of the biggest um signs of freedom that I've experienced is when I truly accepted that every emotion that I experience is my responsibility and that nobody can create that in me. Nobody can create anger. Nobody can create sadness. I have to allow that. That doesn't mean that I don't ever uh, get upset or or ever experience an emotion. The point is not to get away from being emotional. That isn't the point. We are emotional beings is how quickly you can process it. Like children do five-year-olds get over their quarrels really fast and they're back to holding hands and having a good time. We can do that as well. So that's what this builds is not emotional suppression, but emotional processing.
0: Yeah. A few weeks ago, we, we played out this whole role thing again, where, uh, the woo that that you did uh, at the beginning a few podcasts ago, Uh, we actually sat down and you allowed me the freedom to go through and add all these effects on it (laughs) to make it sound all echoey. And we were like, woo, woo, woo. And and I was all excited and you just sat back and watched me. And uh, (laughs) I had an idea on where I wanted to put it to see, you know, in my head, it, it kind of made sense. And we put it in a podcast to test it out to see how it would sound. And, man, it did not. It was awful. <laughs> it was, it was awful. And and you were like, yeah, well, you know, usually when you add effects and match it up with things that don't have effects, it's usually going to end up. Very drastic. Yeah. So, again, that was another, another uh, way that you allowed me to have that creative energy And, uh, and then see the outcome that you,
1: and, and how the outcome would have been so different if that would have just been suppressed and just said, no, that's going to suck. I already know I'm the engineer. I'm the recording artist, blah, blah, blah. But the fact is, is you haven't played in that playground and see, you would have still had the yearning, always wondering what that really sounded like.
0: Yeah. Unless you can provide me enough information where I can form what you're saying in my head and, and then can see that it's going to suck i i you're exactly what, what you're saying i will always think about it and be like i don't know
1: maybe yeah. and then <laughs> and then that's going to affect how open you are to my perspective yeah ongoing uh so so realizing that that sometimes we can think that it's um wasting time and i think you even uh used that phrase or something like oh now i feel like i wasted so much time and i said no 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 there's was no waste because now you know to where we could have argued about it ten different times over the next six months. Uh, you wanting to try some effects on, you know, on something like that, and me just kept going no. So uh, that's normally what happens between two people. Uh, so these perspectives, they're very important, but not forceful, because anytime you bring the friction, you're normally gonna be met with friction. So. Sometimes it saves time in the long run to allow somebody to go through that process. And then they don't have to think about it anymore. And when they confirm what they know you already knew, then that just uh, reaffirms their level of trust in your perspective.
0: So this this talk on perspectives kind of went in places that I didn't know it was going to go. And I don't I don't really know how to summarize it up. Uh, as we get near and closing this podcast out, uh, I mean, I wrote down, you know, through roles, we gain valuable perspectives that we then use throughout our lives. But, you know, if maybe you have a better summary of what we have discussed here. Well,
1: yeah, I think, um, you know, one way to practice this is, of course, on the other side. So like um, maybe we can see where we are or we are causing others to play roles. And where a good place to recognize this is with our mates. If we will sit back with our mates or our sibling or somebody that's really close to us and watch how they act around us. And then sometime being at a party or something that's social, watch how they they act in that situation and then really start to look at that and go, man, are they they seem to be so much more um, free spirited, um, lighthearted uh, with these other people, and and then that like disappears at home. You know, rather than going to them and saying, "Hey, why are you different?" When you're in these social, you seem so much happier and blah blah blah. Because that question is still going to be attacking to change the way that that you are carrying your energy and expectations with them. To try to, if uh, say the Um, the mate may be cleaning up the dishes from dinner or something, and that's normally their role to just step in and say, let me do this for you tonight. You know, to, to, uh, maybe they're used to doing some kind of pattern for like turning the bed down or something that they do every single day, day in and day out, and just be willing to step in and go, you know what? I feel like I've helped create this role. I want to break this up some. I want to share this load with you. That's, that action is such a loving act, and it can change someone's day. It can change someone's life even. So when we recognize that we're playing roles in people's lives and they're playing roles in ours, and that we can release people from playing roles in ours. Just like, you know, I know people that get so frustrated and aggravated with people and disappointed And as long as you're willing to be disappointed, you will always find someone to disappoint you. So rather than having somebody like a child that's constantly disappointing you and you judging and trying to fix them, work on your expectations. Work on releasing that child from the expectations that your dad may have put on you or your mom may have put on you. Because we carry on similar patterns. So that's one way in 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 wrapping this up to understand that our perspectives are connected to the different roles that we've played or experiences. So think of roles as just experiences. And then sometimes when we go through certain experiences like in relationships, we'll go, "Okay, I don't want to do that again." But then most people do. They attract it in because they just leave the situation, they don't heal the part of them that's pulling that in. So these perspectives, the more open we are to, um, other people's perspectives, shows how open we are to dissecting ourselves and healing ourselves and being able to communicate with people. Um, so it's just a, uh, you know, a very beneficial element that you carry, uh, naturally. And that, of course, is part of, uh, the attraction for, uh, wanting to do this project with you. And I'm so thankful that we have, and we have, Uh, done some dancing uh, together and to share these with uh, with people I think can be very useful because that's what we're developing we're building a foundation for you know a lasting relationship both professional and personal and doing it with freedom with structure with discipline with open-mindedness
0: We appreciate your interest in self-growth, conscious communication, and continuing to ask the wise wise.
1: And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results.
0: The information in this podcast has been developed over 20 years by Alexander in his observation of his personal life, private practice, and professional environments. This information is meant for educational purposes only and is not suggested as a replacement for traditional therapies or medications. As a matter of fact, we suggest to not believe any of this information, nor any of the information out there in the world. Remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We are looking forward to continuing to provide this information through this platform, and if you are drawn to support us, you can do so by the following. Sharing is caring. Share the podcast with like-minded individuals. Emotional responsibility and energetic wisdom can save the world. If you are drawn to support us monetarily, you can do so by visiting our patron page, where you can make a monthly donation in exchange for exclusive Wise Wise perks. You can do this by visiting wise-wise.com patron, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Next, you can head over to Alexander's website where you can book private consultations in person, by phone, or on Skype, find out more information on his live performances, class schedules, products, including birth chart analysis reports, and music, and check out more information on his sound therapy tables. To do so, you can visit vibrotune.com, V-I-B-R-O-T-U-N-E dot com. Finally, if you have been searching your entire life for consciously created apparel featuring the Wise Wise logo apparel, Alexander-themed clothing, or other alternative perspective designs, you can head over to Verities Apparel, where you can find all that and more. That is Verity's Apparel dot com. V-E-R-I-T-E-E-S-A-P-P-A-R-E-L dot com. We want to thank you for being part of this journey.